I feel like I just went to some faraway planet and now I'm back. The episode you're about to hear, we're going to be out there in the ethers, in the cosmos. And a big piece of what this is about is being uncloaked, right? Coming out into the world, out of hiding, and allowing your true essence to be seen. Hi there. My name is Tessa Lynn Auburn. Welcome to Say Yes to Your Soul. This is where we're going to talk about how you can get past your spiritual plateaus, raise your feminine energy, and express your true self with sparkle. Hello. I am so pleased to be able to introduce you to this amazing woman. We're in a community of women entrepreneurs together, and I just adore her. Her name is Lisa Marie McCardle, and she is creator of Inner Wisdom Awakening and is an internationally best-selling author, award-winning speaker, quantum healer, transformational life coach, spiritual teacher, and light counsel channel. I mean, you don't get many more uh, qualifications than that. She's been initiated. This is a really special one. She's been initiated as a priestess in the Rose Temple lineage and a keeper of the ancient temple codes. And she's passionate about supporting souls to plug back into the source of which they were created to awaken their fullest potential and experience the magic of their extraordinary life unfold before them. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Tessa. It's such a privilege and an honor to be here. And it's also so wild to take all that in. I'm like, wow, that's what 30 years of service will do for you, I suppose. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I know you've been on many journeys. I met you at a particular time following one, but I think we're going to be talking about something else today. I know my audience is going to be really happy to just kind of get your perspective and some of the ups and downs that you've had so that you could show up as who you are today, which is amazing, quite beautiful. And I would love to just hand it over to you to get us started on that journey where thing where you had to come out of hiding, you know, you had to like, realize, oh, this is what I need to do. And just go ahead and bring us on into that, Lisa. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. And even as as we're speaking today, my book, my first, I was part of a collaborative, which gave me the international bestselling uh, category, but this is my first, like my, my heart soul book is launching and just is launching tomorrow actually. And just went live yesterday. And so it's this huge moment in time that has been a lifetime in the making and, and in a moment of the turnstile. Right. And I love, as we were sitting here, just kind of briefing of where we wanted to go in this, this thought of like coming uncloaked, right. Coming out of hiding, mm allowing our true essence to be seen. And it's interesting because my book begins, the preface of the preface of the book is a story that I've entitled How I Disappeared. And oh, it goes back to the three-year-old me who was speaking with 
through the ethers as a three-year-old. And I lived in a very old farmhouse on the East Coast that was built in the 1800s. And there were ghosts in that farmhouse and they would come and talk to me. And it was terrifying as a three-year-old, four-year-old. And it wasn't recognized or honored in my very religious household. So I started just, I started cloaking and literally the book begins with, it's with me in this cocoon. I created this little cocoon I used to sleep in that I could just breathe through the air hole to hide, right? So it was like this literal hiding from the ethers that were outside, but I think it's so symbolic of how most of us cloak or cocoon ourselves through the experience of this life. And what's coming through my heart right now is the thing that we usually are, we think we're hiding from something outside, but what we're really doing is hiding usually our greatest gifts because we perceive them to be misunderstood. We often experience them as not being accepted or not being okay. Uh, We perceive it as not being enough, not being good enough, right? So we shut down our God-given highest gifts because they're misunderstood. And then, and as the book says, you can't pull one part of yourself into the great abyss without pulling all of it. That is so true. Yes. And I think that's an illusion when we do that protection thing and we hide and we think, oh, we can just poke our our head out and just play over here or over there. But it's just not so because we are like a holistic being, right? We need to stay connected to all parts of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You can't dismiss one part and then have the other shine. I mean, not in a fully actualized, right? So, you know, and so it began and here we are (laughs) decades later, still like poking through the hole in the cocoon of my own creation, which was the blankets. Um, So here I am launching this book into the world that really calls it all out. And sometime during COVID, because, you know, COVID was the great reorganizer of all things. And we're still moving through that. I call it AC and BC, like before COVID and after COVID. (laughs) It is kind (laughs) of like that second coming, right? But having to make a decision, making a decision. And, you know, we also, I mean, if if your viewers believe in past lives and other experiences, you know, we've lived other incarnations and experiences where we really were persecuted for a lot of our most special gifts, I will say, to keep it light. So this is the lifetime, I believe, of reconciliation, of reclaiming. And so what speaks through my heart often is to be fearless and powerful. And in that pool of power, like they can't exist in the same place, they're antagonistic energies, right? So you you have to choose which is the predominant expression. And that's all third chakra experience, if you're familiar with how the chakra system Absolutely. Works. Yes. That third chakra, the will. And it's the sun, like the sun, which is the fresh start, the shining star, you know, the new beginning, the being mm-hmm. seen as in, as you are as this complex yet complete shining being. So we get to choose. And I'd say that's probably one of the biggest themes in my book is that you choose, you choose it all. You're creating it all and you choose it all. So about two years ago, when I started writing the book, I was like, I had to choose to be fearless and powerful and to come out with these God-given gifts that 
you know, have come to me. Uh, some of my superpowers, which are sight, which is to be able to commune through the ethers and to support others in the awakening of that. So I like, even just today I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, this book, like there's no place to hide. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't be like, I want this book to come to the world and let me hide it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just can't. I mean, you can, but to what effect, you know, there's my heart and soul is in that. And it's been a, an arduous, beautiful and amazing journey. And so you kind of just have to go all in. And I just offer that back to our viewers in like, what is the edge that you're riding right now? And where are you cloaking a part of your essence that could perhaps, you know, with given the pivot, be your greatest expression, be your greatest service on this planet. So those divine expressions, and we would not have a desire within us if it was not already marked in our soul. Like if you desire to be in service, if you desire to make a mark, if you have that calling, because only the souls, all the souls on this planet right now, we're here for significant service. We're here to birth a new earth. And our hiding and our playing small is not the deliverance. So as I walk it, as I talk it, may we all just really walk it together. So my book is called The Palace of Light, Finding Your Way Home. And I do really, truly believe that we're all walking each other home. And how we get there is by being really authentic in our expression and listening to that truth of what we're being guided to and how we're being guided to serve unapologetically and in a completely fearless manner. So may I be living proof of it and um, may we all walk each other home. Maybe so. And I'd love that you brought up like the birth of the new earth. And I, would you be willing to just speak to that a little bit, like what your vision of that is? Yeah, I would love to. It is actually what the book is about. It's about the pathways of ascension that we're going through and, my perception of the new earth is really deconstructing a lot of illusions of things that it's like, I feel like this new earth is this living, breathing organism of expression that is really beautiful and things that most of us probably desire in a, in a utopic world, right? Which is yes. harmony and togetherness. And I mean, in my opinion, said no soul ever let me come down to planet earth and like work my ass off. <laughs> And nine to five and 80 hours a week and get a little vacation here and like, you know, get, gather all the nuts and the money and this. And maybe when I'm 80, I'll celebrate like, no, like it's really an inverted weird. It just does. If you just really stop and, and step back and look at like what we've created, it doesn't align as resonant within these high, high souls we have. So my new earth feeling is where we kind of tear down the illusions and we get back to an authentic expression of humanity as exalted beings of light, as the expression of the God, goddess, creator self. We are supersonic souls in human form and we are not meant to suffer. And so I see the suffering being eliminated from part of our experience here in time. Oh my gosh, it's just very moving to hear you speak those words. And as you were sharing, you know, that vision and the truth really of who we are, I'm just can see like all these stars, right? Mm -hmm. Like we are meant to be those shining stars and not superficial way, but just because 
our power is so full and our light is so bright that without the illusions, like there could be so much light, so much happiness, so much joy, so much color, right? Vibrancy, harmony, music, high, high music, sound. And, And, you know, maybe it scares people a little bit. Which could be connected to hiding, right? Yeah, that's such a good point. I I think it's easy to put a thumbnail on that and say, oh, that's utopic dreaming, you know, new agey dreamers. And it's like, but at the end of the day, there's something that happens in our soul when someone expresses this that says like, yes, like there's something that we know to be true within it. And yes, perhaps we cloak it because, or, you know, oppose it or step back from it because maybe we just think it's too good to be true. And we've been so programmed to suffer on this planet. And that suffering piece is the piece that I see needing to be like untethered, released, because it's not a natural state of being for, I mean, we are made of stardust. (laughs) Like, it's not just a utopic, like you are the stars. It's like, we're literally made from this stardust matter um, in human form compressed into this matter experience, but we really are just a vehicle. This is a vehicle for soul's expression here. So I'm all about the utopic. Like, I'm going to hold the utopic until we have an experience because I just do not, I no longer wish to watch the suffering on this planet. I hear you. I really hear you. And I can see like just in your being, like, you know, that it's not necessary and it's dimming everybody's light. And so I'd love for you to be able to share a little bit about how you broke out of your programming of suffering. Okay. Well, it's been a lifetime journey, shall I say? (laughs) And I'd like to say, you know, as much as wisdom comes through, I'm still, I'm here having a very human experience. And I've known that from a young age, I've been on my spiritual journey my whole life. I was put on my pathway at a very young age. My first spiritual awakening happened at 17 and I've had four or five of them in the decades that have followed. It is the course of my purpose on the planet. And that means I get knocked around a lot because part of the agreement is to walk through so I can turn around and just literally extend a hand and be like, okay, I just walk through this hellfire and brimstone. (laughs) Um, But I got you because I put my foot on the steady of the light on the other side. And so come on, I got you. There's just a step, just one step at a time. So, you know, when I was a 26 year old massage therapist, I started touching bodies (laughs) and I had an experience in a massage very, very early on where my sight started coming back to me. And every time I would put my hands down this man's back, I would, I was watching stories, like watching movies. It was terrifying and misguiding power. It was like a very much me too movement time. It was many decades before me too came in, but I watched him overpower women in the workplace with sexual advances, basically. And so I was like watching these clips like a movie and I was- Oh my goodness. And I take my hands off and then I, you know, I I couldn't stop. And I was young, I was in my twenties and I was just like, what do we do? And I got out of the room when it was all done. And I had a massage therapist was also working on the the woman that was with this man. We were in their room and I just burst into tears and I was like something. And I knew 
it was something big and I knew it was something powerful and I knew I was not equipped to deal with it. And so I got help. I, I had people help me to realize that these gifts were that I had sight and that they could be used for service once I was taught how to work with them and how to control the volume of it. And, you know, not just, I have no desire to walk around the world watching everyone's everything. I'm here to have a human experience. And so I've learned how to dial it down and tone it up and all those things. So, you know, that was a walkway in, but if we fast forward, you know, I went through a very dark night of the soul just in the last two years, which is what, is the tapestry of the personal experience that moves through the book that is just been released. And yeah, I was really summoned to hand everything over, everything of my beautiful, charmed life that I had created, my 15-year relationship, my beautiful, beautiful dream house in California, my community, my business. I mean, when the linchpin of my life came out, it was like a spiral that started unwinding. So our beautiful home was selling. I knew in my heart that my 15-year relationship was coming to a, 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 an end. And so we very, very consciously and beautifully uncoupled. And then seven weeks later, he died unexpectedly. So in the middle, like I thought I had just done this big thing. Like I sold 80% of my belongings. I left my dream house. I was sending our son off to college. I ended the relationship. And then he died, you know, and it was like... Mm-hmm. So I was just, I was in grief and then I got the initiation of grief and it was by no means walking me in gently. So through that, I learned so much about surrender. I learned so much about being in presence. I learned so much more of next level about being connected into the divinity of spirit as my guide. I learned so much about handing it all over and the illusion of control. I learned that you really just need the next step, you know, one step at a time. So through that, I actually consider it an initiation um, because so much has come to life through me. And that's what led me to the priestess pathway and to great remembrance of lifetimes past. And even though I've been on mission and purpose for this lifetime, I I'm set on a path that my soul had said yes to many, many lifetimes ago. And now everything makes sense. Everything makes sense. So I would like to say, like, I'm grateful for the experience. I wish that he did not, you know, by no means wish that he had given over his life. I know that was his little agreement, but what has come on the other side has been quite profound. So we truly are walking each other home to this great remembrance. And sometimes we got to just like pull the curtains down and walk almost naked through the other side, right? Yes. What a powerful journey you've been on. And I think how you're framing, you know, your grief and that part of the the very unexpected part of your journey so early in life. Yeah. To recognize that it was an initiation into something even greater. It's really, really profound that you and you had been preparing for many, many years, but you didn't know what you were preparing for. No idea. Yeah. And so your dedication to opening your heart and listening to spirit and continuing to do the work, even when you didn't know what was on the other side, is, I think, an inspiration to many. Thank you. And Yes. 
And I love that you have also been able to receive some of the joy on the other side. And you now like are coming into sort of this whole other level, right, of wisdom and ability to share profound truths with other people. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you. That means everything to me. And I want to tie it back to the audience too, in two different ways. One is the collective of humanity is going through massive grief right now because we're letting go of so much. Um, We're letting go of the illusions who we thought we were and where we thought we were going and how we thought we were going to get there and who we thought we were getting there with. All of that is shifting right now. Um, There's a collective dark night of the soul and a collective grief we're going through. And the beauty is it does deconstruct those, like there's just, there's nowhere to hide. When yours like stripped that raw, there's nowhere to hide. And then you, you get to understand that there was never any purpose in the hiding anyway. It was all an illusion. So to tie it back to that and also um, to be witnessed, you know, I really do believe that the way we walk each other home is exactly what you just so beautifully did was to see me and to witness it and to reflect it. And if we can do that more and more for each other, that's how we rise up. And that's how we walk each other home is through witnessing, not holding in the pain, not, oh, I'm so sorry you went through that. Like, yeah, that was hell. And I also want to say for the audience, you know, we're embracing, you know, in a couple of months, it'll be two years. So time does help. (laughs) It didn't just happen yesterday, but, and it's taken that long to get to a space of light within it. And if we truly can witness each other, like I see you and I see you in the glory of what it is you've experienced and champion each other on that way, that's how we get to the promised land. And that's how we create the new earth. Yes, indeed. Together. Together. Yeah. Witnessing, watching, trusting, harmonizing, locking arms. Locking arms, walking hand in hand. That's right. Together. We don't do it alone. Not anymore. No. Lisa, I want to say much of an honor it has been to have you here today. And I would love to have you again. So we'll do that. <laughs> There's always more. There's so yeah. much more. <laughs> there is plenty. And I want you to, to tell me, audience, again, the name of your book that just came out. So that they can go, and we'll have the link in the show notes for them. So go ahead and just say the name again so they all get it. It's called The Palace of Light, Finding Your Way Home. And I would show a copy of it, but I haven't even touched it yet. Like, that's how new it is. That's very new. (laughs) Hopefully it'll arrive tomorrow. So yes, Palace of Light, Finding Your Way Home. And it's- I love that. Send me an image. We'll put put an image in the show notes as well. Absolutely. Okay. And let's see what else. Oh, I wanted to ask you if you, if you had, I mean, I know you're really deep and you have big profound things to share. And I also know that you have like a tip maybe, or a nugget for a next step. What would that be? What would you like to share with my audience today? Oh yeah. Well, the thing that's top of heart right now is that you have all of it inside of you. There is nothing outside of yourself that you need to know to be more of. There's not another certificate. There's not another anything outside of yourself that you need to take the steps and the leap to honor the calling of your soul. Like you are enough just as you are. You are worthy because you exist. 
And you have a significant purpose on this planet because you're here now at this most delicate and fundamentally, this is one of the hugest moments that has ever occurred on planet earth and you're here. So you are worthy because you exist. Your time is now and there's nothing more you need other than to know that you know and that you get to be fearless and powerful in your service. That's it. Wonderfully spoken. Thank you so much. The time is now. Yes. And um, people can get in touch with you too. You have a gift for them. So um, feel free to tell them about that. I'd love to talk about the free gift I've offered today. I have a pretty extensive meditation library. And one of my favorite is, I don't even want to call it a meditation. It's more like an activation. It's called Beautiful Sovereign You. And all of these things come through as a download. And then after my assistant puts them to music and like, I get them back and then I receive them myself. And this one, I cry every time I listen to it because really it's, it is a remembrance of who you are as a soul being. And it's, it's an affirming remembrance of the truth of who you are and to hear it in the transmission of the encoding of my voice as they sent it through just strikes a chord of remembrance in the soul. So it's my gift to you. It's like it's 12, 13 minutes. I do recommend listening to it multiple times just to inspire and remember who you are. So you can up-level to the service that you were just destined to, to be here. So it's my pleasure to, to offer it over. Well, it's in, in perfect alignment. You know, I'm all about like bringing back soul essences and uh, remembering, right? Remembering who we really are in that bigger picture, not just the small us, the big us. And so I think that gift is going to be very well received. Thank you so much. Beautiful Sovereign You with Lisa Marie McArdle. All right. Yes. So thanks again for being here. Many, many blessings, much light to you. And with that, We will say farewell for now. Yes. And Tessa, thank you so much. It is my great honor. I'm I'm deeply honored to be here. Thank you so much. And to all of those witnessing us. Yeah. My love to your light. Blessings and peace. Bye-bye for now. All right. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to our newest Say Yes to Your Soul episode all the way to the end. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I invite you to stay updated with me. And the best way to do that is to sign up for my free gift, Three Steps for How to Reignite Your Soul Fire. And you can get that at tessafreegift.com, tessafreegift.com, or just go to the podcast website, sayyestoyoursoulpodcast.com. And that's where we have all the episodes and more. I wish you an amazing day.